0: Chapter 29. Jason was back at school the next day. He hadn't been since the day in the auditorium. Mrs. Douglas still said it was because he was sick. I felt bad and was kind of worried about him, but now seeing him in his seat, glaring at me and snickering with some of those other kids, I saw he was perfectly all right. He just had a bad case of the I hate Mia's. Slowly, I walked over to my desk and took a seat beside him. He and his friends stopped talking, but I could feel their eyeballs on me. I could feel them sinking into my pants. I had on a pair of those thin, floral pants my mom got from Goodwill. I'll admit, they looked a lot like pajama pants, but they were $6.99 for a bundle of six, and you couldn't beat that. What a deal, my mom had squealed in the store when she spotted them. Your mom has the best shopping eyes. She had seemed so proud and so happy I let her buy them for me, and they were pretty comfortable. But now my eyes slid over to the other kids, all of them in jeans, and wondered if it was a horrible mistake. I used to have jeans too. In fact, I boarded the plane in a brand new pair of jeans that my aunt had bought me in from Beijing, but they were too small on me now and a new pair of jeans costs $9.99, much too expensive considering how quickly I was growing. Since coming to the motel, I had grown a full inch, a fact not lost on Mr. Yao, who motioned with his greasy fingers every time he came over. See that growth? I paid for that growth. Hey, Mia, Jason said loudly. I looked over at him. He glanced at the other kids who were all covering their mouths with their hands, like they were trying to hold in some terrific inside joke. How come you always wear those pants? Jason asked. The other kids exploded with laughter. I shifted my body away from them. My pants, seconds ago so soft and comfortable, now felt scorching hot. Ignore them, Lupe said. We were sitting in the grass at recess. I glared at Jason and his friends who were sitting on the other side, cracking up and pointing at me. He'll get bored and move on to someone else, Lupe said. Somehow I doubted that, and not five seconds later, Jason yelled at us from across the playground. Has she not heard of jeans? Jason hollered to thunderous laughter. That's it. I couldn't take it anymore. I got up only to be pulled, down, pulled back down by Lupe. Ignore them, she repeated. She was being very calm about the whole thing, annoyingly calm, if you ask me. If my cousin Sheen were here, he'd be over there in two seconds. Back in China, if anyone picked on me at school, he would go up to them and give them a piece of his mind. He didn't care who it was, even if it was his best friend, a fidgety kid with glasses named Mo. Mo always liked to go up to me and pull on my ponytail. And one time, he pulled too hard and I cried. Sheen told Mo if he ever did it again, he'd pull his ear down to his butt. Mo kept his fingers to himself after that. I tried not to think about those memories. Instead, I tried to focus on the words Lupe was saying now she was telling me about her grandmother in Mexico and how she was sick so her mom was sending money home that's why money was tight for their family I nodded as I listened trying hard not to look down because despite everything she was saying Lupe was still wearing jeans